That's so disappointing. That's so disheartening to know that that was really like. And the thing is, we everybody knew what it was. They told you straight up what it was. I was like, huh, what is this thing that I've never heard of that Microsoft has totally not said anything about for the past two years? Well, they had all those betas and things, and I think people were hopeful. People were hopeful. Like, the beta was the full game. Well, the thing is, people <laughs> thought the beta was like, well, it wasn't. It was the what you could do in the full game. It was basically the Destiny beta, though. You know... It was the beta. Yakuza 6 beta. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole game. Oh. Uh, I feel man. bad that I didn't get in on that. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Screen Looker Podcast Show. It has been some weeks, but time and availability has been hard to come by. But today we have the return of the great Michael Owens. How are you doing, sir? Contrary to popular belief, the return to SLP is not an April Fool's joke. <laughs> and also with us, we have Daniel George. How are you doing, my man? Oh, it's the zombie cast today. <laughs> oh, no. It's not the Snailians cast. It's no, it's cast. not the Snailians cast. By the cast. way, by the way, so we're going to take a moment before the show really, really starts. Um, Snailians, let's... What was the... <laughs> what, what, I, I watched a video where people talked about Snailians. Is this like snail aliens? Okay, yes. so you know how every thing in the 90s wanted to make some sort of property that allowed kids to buy a lot of toys and shit oh my god so so everybody wanted to be ninja turtles so you had like you had good with like street sharks and swat cats but then you had snailians i i remember and they're on a different tier entirely also because this is terrifying look at this 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 image i just put in the chat though like what yeah, that's early 90s. But yeah, wait, you have wait. very <laughs> fake looking The Thing from Fantastic Four, but all three of them look like The Thing. But let me let me just point out, though, With they different all color up, pants. They all tatted up, though. <laughs> they have I also, tattoos. I also love that they're all named after fucking presidents on, like, the coins. So Washington, Lincoln, Roosevelt, and Jefferson. <laughs> Like, you gotta think of all the things to steal from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Why wouldn't you just, like, naming them after presidents is the worst thing they could have possibly done. You could have named them after anyone. They got tattoos. Oh. Name them after Wu-Tang Clan members. I don't know. It was the 90s. Everything was much better than the presidents. Or it was the <laughs> best thing ever. Yeah, it allows you to <laughs> target to parents saying, look, our show is informational and educational and tells you about the presidents and how they become snailians. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, 
So the other part is they got these camo pants on. <laughs> God, shout out to the to the best friend cast because that yeah. this legitimately they had me crying laughing at work for like twenty minutes. This is I just I miss this entirely. I I was alive. I know the Ninja Turtles. I know SWAT cats. What, I don't think this thing ever had a TV show. There's no way this thing ever had a TV show. It has animation. I don't think it had a show. Oh, are we doing this? Remember, the Snailians were discovered live on air on Twitch. <laughs> 1992. So I was born in that year. So I had no idea that the Snailians <laughs> even existed until I listened to the Best Friend cast this week. Yeah. like There's, there's the- an unrelated Steam VR game that was released (laughs) i don't want to know it's a vr tower defense game it has nothing to do with the real life snailians but is it also named snailians yes yes this is a terrible name and why would anyone take it because it was the 90s no i mean the new vr game like why would Uh, would, snailians is not a good name like like just in general like first of all like if I'm thinking of all of the 90s commercials that Snailians could have been a part of, like, remember the creepy crawler commercials where it's just like you got kids and just out of nowhere at the end of it, it's like creepy crawlers. Like that was like the thing because they glow in the dark and you can just drop them on people. Snailians has nothing memorable like that. Nothing at all, except the fact that they're named Jefferson, Washington, <laughs> and Lincoln. Amazing. Oh, man. Anyway, we should actually get on with the show. (laughs) Um, So, starting out, Michael Owens, what you been playing, man? Um, So, it's been longer than a month, definitely, since I've been here. Uh, I I dived finally into uh, Monster Hunter World, and uh, I'm... I was almost addicted, but then I had to not play for a few days because of life stuff. So I've been kind of coming back to it every now and again, but this week I was also preoccupied with uh, Dragon Ball Mm -hmm. and new DLC characters, which are a bit of a mixed bag, but I'm I'm having fun with Broly, actually. Broly is not as basic as you think, but he's not super technical either. It's really weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Bardock is fine he's just another gohan type character like he's super super mega fast but i i'm more interested to see how competitive is going to take these characters and what kind of crazy combos they can come up with uh since last time though i also have been looking for games on the switch Mm-hmm. And I bumped into Golf Story. Oh, oh! <laughs> uh, finally, because I I had been recommended this game months ago, and I just did not get around to it. It's like Mario Golf if it was an RPG, like Earthbound or something. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's awesome. I I love it. It's charming. It, it the plot is kind of neither here nor there. Uh, but the best part is that you can just do like a quick play. Like you can play nine quick holes anywhere. Hmm. So it, it's a great game for the Switch. It's only like fifteen bucks. Like I, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a really good solid indie title for the Switch. Good easy recommendation right there. Oh yeah, for sure, easy one. Um. So, <laughs> what is the longest fight you've had in Monster Hunter World this at this point? Because I've 
I've heard some stories of people playing and fighting and people for like over an hour. See, I'm not that deep into the game yet. Okay. I've just been kind of honestly, I've just been kind of dicking around uh for most of it cuz it's it, cuz it, listen, it's easy to get lost in this game. The Buster Hurt World is fantastic. Yeah. Uh and I'm having a lot of fun with just it, it's like I it's like the argument I had with Breath of the Wild last year. Like I'm having fun just getting lost in this game. And like going and actually like grinding is actually fun. Right. Which is weird to say. And like getting like becoming the Jagras god and getting all of the armor, that's satisfying. <laughs> because the great Jagras is an asshole. <laughs> uh so yeah, yeah I, but I'm having a lot of fun with Monster Hunter. Again, I'm not super deep into the game at all by any stretch, but I plan on I plan on getting through a good bit of it, at least by well, I'm not gonna give myself a timetable. I just plan on getting through it. How about that? <laughs> I, I listen. I only woke up like over an hour, a little over an hour ago, so still not quite there. I'm not quite a zombie, but I'm not quite totally alive either. Well, you 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 made it far better than Daniel did. Before you came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking on uh, seconds before seconds. the uh, all time. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> I get I get a message right on. Just give me five to ten minutes. I need I need some time. <laughs> yeah, see, I was I was a little late because a quick trip to the store to get milk turned into like half an hour. So, <laughs> whoops! <laughs> Happy Easter, everybody! You got distracted by all the Easter candy in there, huh? <laughs> no, nah, I just got in line for people getting the Easter candy. Ah. I just went and got I just went and got milk and like a cup of popcorn shrimp. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> Oh man, so Daniel, what have you been playing? So I've been playing uh, two big games this week. Uh, first, I, I think I mentioned it last time the podcast was on a month ago. Uh, I was playing Diablo 2. I got an Amazon 2. I beat the game on one difficulty, and now it's just on to Nightmare. It's pretty mm-hmm. much, in Diablo 2, it's very gear-oriented, so, like, they have a immaculate gear system where they have rare... You have your common items, which you never use past, like, level 6, pretty much. Right. If you can help it. Right. Then you have magic items, which have one or two bonus properties. Then you have rares, which have, like, 3 to 10, depending on what item it is. Then you have uh, uniques, which are... There's only one type of unique per item type. Then you have uh, set items. If you wear all of items in the set, you have, you know, you, each item gets you more extra powers and extra abilities or a- attributes. And you can also craft items and use runes and socketed items. Anyways, once you get to nightmare difficulty, everything becomes that much harder to kill and has immunities to your attacks and all this stuff. So. What happens is you start to uh, do, like, farming runs for, like, levels and items. And it's so addictive, the the looting system. I can't imagine getting... It's so good that now I'm not sure if I want a Diablo 2 remake because I can just see all these opportunities. Buy this item to increase magic find chance. 
get this to 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 buy a socket in this rare item like i can all see the ways that blizzard can ruin or micro transaction the hell out of my favorite game and it's just like in final (laughs) fantasy 6 i don't trust the studio anymore to do it right well you know they said they did it right already daniel that's why it's the only version you can buy everywhere now (laughs) yeah uh so what when you say FF six, I mean like a full remake by Square Enix. Oh. Well we like, know because that they're um, never going to finish a remake that's already been announced. So Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um and the thing is Nomura just released some uh, art for uh Dissidia, probably in ca- featuring characters I'll be uh DLC and the uh NT, the newest one. And Locke looks like an anime bad boy with like a purple bandana and like spiky hair like cloud i'm like oh does he have belts why can't How amaro be still here <laughs> How not enough belts, belts. <laughs> never enough belts so that was the one game i've been playing forever and i'll probably continue to play because now i got it's my wow mm-hmm. <laughs> diablo 2 mm-hmm so, so we need to watch you. We need to have an intervention if this goes on to next. Well, month the thing well. is, it's it's not taking fifteen bucks from my account every month, so I'm fine. <laughs> but what about uh, your time, Daniel? What about your time? <laughs> uh, my time is fine because when you're just doing farms, it's you know like twenty minutes, and it's it's fun. It's not life ruining fun. <laughs> uh the second game I played was. Uh, I was at a friend's house and he was talking about this weird uh, French game from Focus Home Interactive called The Council. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how can it be so weird? It's just Focus Home does a lot of narrative-oriented games. They also did published um, The Surge. So they like to take different approaches to established games. The Council is a game where you're a occultist in a secret order in 1793 alongside your mother. And at the very beginning, the first episode, you're trying to find your mother after a sudden disappearance at a faraway island held by um, Monsieur Motomer. And we're talking like... A, a special dinner for very prestigious people with renown across the world. I'm talking cardinals. Remember 1793, Napoleon Bonaparte's there. <laughs> Elizabeth Adams, the daughter of the vice president at the time. Oh, I thought the you were actual just talking pro- about Elizabeth Adams, the actress. <laughs> so <I'm just> no, <laughs> uh, George Washington's there. <laughs> Wait, so I have one question. So, with all <laughs> these people around, how tall did they make Napoleon? Did they make they him, made him like, tall? They made him tall. They did make him. Did they make Enough. him his normal height, or did they actually like make him even taller? Because he's only supposed to be like he's supposed to be like an average height dude. He just is shorter than other other kings who are all like six feet tall. Well, they also just made him. Uh, they also just made him like you know shorter for propaganda in paintings. Oh, okay. 
But no, no, he's like average height. Uh, the council's interesting because it's a episodic adventure game. But because it's focused home, they, they've been doing a thing recently where they make gameplay out of the story. Which is great because walking simulators are a fucking bore to me at this point. But uh, <laughs> just like, I, I look, I love parts of the whimsy of What Remains of Edith Finch. But at the end of the day, you're just watching a story happen. Right. But in the council, as shoddy and heinous as its voice acting and some <laughs> models are, uh, it has interesting mechanics. So you have encounters, which you pretty much, you have a set of skills. You can be a set of skills for the occult, set of skills for uh, detective, sorry, detective magician and um like rogue so it's kind of like three branches of a skill tree and you can yeah. like you can like level up to i think level three in like things like deduction observation subterfuge so like you can unlock uh certain uh chests to kind of, yeah you can also when having a conversation notice something that someone is wearing and if you have enough occult skill level you can notice that it's something from the occult but if you don't it just that opportunity is gone and you missed it and you don't know quite exactly what you missed right so uh in this people as not only do you have options of what to do like do you help this person or go with another person but you have like boss battles, which are like encounters. You can learn. So, for example, let's just say someone is requesting you uh, a trade of for the order, like fifty lire for twenty cannons or something. Right. That's one step of the conversation. And you have to gain this person's trust by the end of the conversation. You have a certain amount of blunders, and depending on what you say, you can get approval from that person. You can uh, unlock certain skills, can unlock certain answers in that conversation. You can uncover their... Um, if you have a certain conversation like uh, before this boss battle, you can get you can learn a vulnerability, which means they will be more susceptible to neurotic or brain-oriented answers instead of force type of answers. Like, uh, for example, you can kind of throw your, your strength around Napoleon and he'll respect that more than if you grovel to him or mm -hmm. try to get him in a mental trap. Because you'll have certain vulnerabilities in conversation and strengths. So it becomes a chess game of wits. And it has game and uh based on each night, how well you do and how what things you unlock and what you discover, you kind of gain the levels and experience to unlock more skills and this kind of stuff. And it's a very nice setting. You're in like this 
18th century mansion. There's a bunch of French art. You got interesting characters like the Elizabeth Adams is like an occultist with like a bunch of tattoos and is on the brink of like suicide almost. Mm-hmm. And then you also have like powdered wig French dudes who look like garish ghouls. <laughs> so what's like the mystery you're solving here? Like who dies? In episode one, you're trying to find your mother. Wait, what? Because After... <laughs> your mother is part of the society. She's like your partner. And But like who? Okay, just go ahead. Continue. I, I... <laughs> and the thing is, your mother also sounds like your age because the voice acting in this game is terrible. Okay. Like I'm talking, I could become a professional voice actor now. You yeah. can become a professional voice actor now. Well, I anyone become a that. professional. I'm just... <laughs> just kidding. Because it's not acting, it's voicing. Oh, it's just people saying No one's the a words. character. Like, There's... Napoleon, I think, is the only one who really showed up. <laughs> Everyone else is kind of just saying lines Please and not being tell a character. Me that George Washington just sounds like a guy from New York. Like he's just no, like, actually, George yeah. Washington is good too. <laughs> like no, George, George, George Washington, George Washington's just a snailian. What are you talking? Right. About? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, like he walks up in there. Yo, Napoleon, stop stepping on my shoes, fam. I'm tired. Of <laughs> but um, yeah, the main character just pretty much goes around deduces things, and it's fairly interesting because of how windy and how. You can become like more, more of a liar, or try to become like someone like that, or you can invest more stats into knowing science and other languages, or you know, it's it's one of those games where you want to see how you can branch it and which way you can kind of take the story, even though, and it's more gameplay oriented, so it's not just. You're not bummed where it when it eventually leads to one outcome each episode. Gotcha. Well, I I do remember seeing the commercial for that like a month ago. I don't remember why, but it was for some reason that um, we see about because we talk about these things all the time. But <clears throat> I remember it looked pretty interesting. Then it didn't say that you were looking for your mother. Um, so that caught me off guard. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, your mother is like the leader of this order, and like even George Washington knows who this order is. And yeah, I'm, I, I don't mean that in a negative way. I would more or less was saying that's a twist that I was not expecting. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> but generally, I think it. Um, I was interested in it at least to start, uh, and I may check it out once. I ever get time again in life to do so. Well, <laughs> a warning: you have to buy this complete season of five episodes outright for thirty bucks. I'll buy it as soon as I have the available uh, discount for fifteen dollars. That was inevitable. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. I mean, who knows? I, I, I'm all about making sure you value your product. Um, I if it's the voice acting is that shoddy and the character models are that not great, I have a hard time understanding why it's that much more expensive than a Telltale game. But it's more fun than a Telltale game because it's a game. No, 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 no. It's joking. It's, uh, 
it's wow. more game oriented. Just, just just throwing it out there. Hey? It's more game oriented and tell and uh, Big Bad Wolf, even though they're fl- flailing a bit on the voice acting, they actually are trying. Gotcha. To innovate the genre of graphic adventure game. Well, I can say that I have not been playing much of anything lately. Um, I mostly keep up with the news, and I and I talk about it, and I have no time to play games. Um, but uh, still playing Celeste. You don't need to hear me talk about that anymore on this show. However, I think I watched Tomb Raider after the last episode. I don't remember if I talked about it on the last episode. Um so the Tomb Raider movie actually is not that bad. It, it's not that great, but it's not that bad. Um, I haven't gone back and watched the old Tomb Raider movies, so it's not like I have a great point of reference here. But I did watch the last Assassin's Creed movie, and I am going to go see Ready Player One probably like today or tomorrow or something that's in the next week. Um, and I just have, have a feeling. Have you not got enough '90s references just by existing in modern day? <laughs> but wait, are you not going to see the greatest video game adaptation, Rampage? I am Johnson. I am one hundred percent planning to go and see Rampage. And I was actually going to write in there, day. I was like, you know, I'm thinking I should just. Make a point, because it seems like we're going to get a couple of these this year. I'm just going to make a point to go see them and just write a quick write-up just to be like, yeah, this one is good, or this one is not good. But what what were we really expecting? Uh, <laughs> like, you'd be surprised at like the amount of people who don't get that Rampage is like based on a video game. I mean... I it's actually loosely, it's want, loosely based on a video game. Let me go that far. Well, they have all the creatures from the video game, and that's really all that you, like they they creatures exist and they're destroying a city. That's what that game was. So yeah, there wasn't it's like just, a, a bigger plot to it than that. It was just it's, like <laughs> it's definitely not like the first game I'd go to adapt. But I guess if you want to do big kaiju monster movie. With the rock in it, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. that's one to go for. There's the only question that I have is: Will the rock be enough to make Rampage outgross Pacific Rim Uprising in the United States, not overseas, but in the United States? I just want to know if the rock is that big to carry a terrible movie past what's possibly just an all right movie and not a completely bad one in Pacific Rim, uh, whatever it is, Uprising. Uh, which is not a great movie, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it is. Uh, I, I I did not watch the first Pacific Rim. I came out of this one like I'd probably actually play uh, actually play this, but the whole like they have like this thing called the precursors, and all, I'm just like I don't know what any of this is. This is it's, all of that makes no sense. But the the robot fights are nice. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it was also the Power Rangers movie uh, that you you really wanted to see with much better graphics and things. Um, I watched the Power Rangers movie yesterday, too, by the way. <laughs> this is what I've been doing with my free time. <laughs> Did you, in, do you now have a strong craving for Krispy Kreme? 
Oh, what? Man. You, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, no. So, Dan, <laughs> there's weird product placement in this movie. So much weird product placement. Like Adam Sandler movie-esque? No. Oh, yeah. He, like, oh, well, yeah, is, no, it's about at that point. It is, it is, I would say it's even worse. I would, oh. like, <laughs> like, like, the Krispy Kreme holds the cradle for, like, civilization. Like, the, the what they call the Zeo crystal. I don't know what it's supposed to do. They never really explain it. But the idea is if it gets pulled out of the earth, the earth will cease to exist. And then she can use it to destroy other worlds. It's hidden in a Krispy Kreme or under yep. a Krispy Kreme. Yep. It's a pivotal <laughs> plot point in the movie. Like, like, and at, and they only, and they even try to hint at it. Like, they're just like, oh, he's trying to track down where the, where the Zeo crystal is. And it happens to be an angel grove. And you see him in the middle of the street. And, it, and by the way, I mean, if you care about spoilers for a Power Rangers movie, you know how it ends. Oh, actually, Daniel, it ends with a robot suplex. <laughs> As you'd hope. As you'd demand. I I have never in my life sat there and been more amazed at what someone thought was like the big climactic crush you needed to have in the movie. They just, oh man. Power Rangers movie is not great, but I enjoyed it just because of how ridiculous it is. <laughs> it's dumb fun, and I, I like the cast that they have for it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's just that it the writing was awful. <laughs> right, like there's moments where you're just like they're trying to give you vignettes for each character, but like the the girl who plays Trini gets like the complete short shift on that. Like you get like one scene with her and her family, and other than that, she's just yep. like a loner. Um you have uh like <laughs> like the uh the kid who plays Billy is slightly autistic. So he's uh his mom's just like, oh my god, like every time people are coming over, she just knows all these kids' names. Like, first of all, that's kind of creepy. Um and <laughs> That's like, what moms do though. They know names and stuff. But she's never like he's never had any of them over though. Like like these people aren't supposed to be like really popular or anything. Like only one guy, the Red Ranger character, is supposed to be really popular. And then the rest of them are just like, okay, so why do they know who this person is? Why is she a big deal? Why do they know who this person is? Why is she a big deal? And then the one girl is very popular because she passed around a new picture of another girl. Like, who would be what? excited to see that? Exactly. What? Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, Daniel. These are all plot points in the movie. Yep. Oh, you need to watch. You absolutely just need to watch it. It's free on Amazon Prime. So. I don't know if it yep. is in Canada. Oh, is it? But yeah, it is. you might want to check in Canada if it is. But Amazon Prime, it's free. I didn't pay a dime to see this, and it was worth every penny. Um, <laughs> so this is what I've been doing in lieu of watching or playing video games. I've been watching movies that act like video games, um, of which the one I had the most fun with is Power Rangers. Then Pacific Rim. Tomb Raider is probably the best of those movies. But I was also really tired, so it didn't really it doesn't really stick with me too much. Though I hope Alicia Vikander gets another one. Um, and what and what's weird about Tomb Raider is that you know I figured that reboot game would make for a better movie, but apparently it didn't. Yeah, it's 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 the so here's the thing they have 
they wanted to make sure it wasn't the exact story of the game. I imagine there's a reason for that. Probably didn't want to pay somebody. Um, but they use all the same stuff from the game. And the problem is, is that the game leans into like supernatural stuff and the movie goes the opposite direction. They do like the uncharted. It's not actually supernatural. Like it's just like right. um, they, they like the whole story is all about Queen Himiko gets gone to this island and it becomes like a treacherous island that nobody can surpass or whatever. And everyone that she's been going around, she's been killing people. She's the queen of death. But right. the, they turn it into like this whole like real life thing. And then they have like this relationship with her father where he's alive, but not alive. But she doesn't know. But now they're trying to make her sign over the company because he's dead. It's it's all kinds of different stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. Also salty that they didn't get Camilla Luddington to. I'm real, yeah. I'm real salty about that. Wasn't she in television shows before? Like, yeah, she, she, she's yes. on Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that exists. Uh, I just pulled up the wiki. <laughs> um, but Alicia Vikander was good, though. Like, I wouldn't say that she was the problem with the movie at all. Um, in fact, her like action acting was actually pretty good because. They had her doing all kinds of stuff. Like she had to do MMA fighting, she had to do like bike riding, she had to do like all these different things and then make it look real. The only thing that was a huge demerit for the movie for me outside of some of the story stuff and some of the writing was like some of the CGI parts, you could tell like yeah, that's not Alicia Vikander anymore. That's just like a video game character getting bounced around. <laughs> like did she did her poster version come to life in the movie? where she had the 25 or like 270 degree craning neck angle. <laughs> no, that did not happen. Um, and I, th- I don't even think she's wearing jeans and like, I don't think she's wearing jeans in the movie. Um, and I think that's what was in that shot, but like, she's definitely wearing like appropriate for the fact she's going to be on a jungle Island that features enslaved people like that are that are just stuck there. It's the the whole movie is. Ah, uh, I mean, like I've seen some players in Survivor wear jeans whilst encountering swimming challenges, <laughs> but it's for crazier reasons than you would ever imagine. Yeah, I what? it's it's the Tomb Raider is it's a movie. Uh, you should see it. I do think it's a good video game movie. Would I say it's a great movie? Probably not, but a good video game movie. Uh, I I think it's the best one that I've watched in a while, and I've as I've just stated, I've seen a lot of them. Um, and and the day that we can all get a really good one, so we can stop saying Mortal Kombat is a good movie, is the day that I'm here for. No one <laughs> says that earnestly. I know that's what I'm saying. We they say that in com- they say that in comparison to every other video game adaptation ever. <laughs> I know. We just have to get away from it. Like we have to make a movie that's so undeniable that nobody can just say, "Well, Mortal Kombat's the best one." Here. It's not the best one. It's a terrible movie. It's just funny unironically um, i mean like i wrote two years ago 50 video games that should become movies mm-hmm. and like you would think that uh, like you for example you would think actually star wars almost made star wars shadows of the empire 
Right. <laughs> and imagine that with Stephen ML as Dash Rendar. Oh, that's oh. actually not a bad comparison. I do like Stephen ML. He's a good guy. Uh, I put Devil's Third as one of them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> with Vin Diesel as Ivan. Oh, God. Oh. By the way, let's get into this since we're talking about this. Street Fighter Two: the TV show, is currently being adapted to be on TV. So we need people to play the different characters with <laughs> within the show. Um, oh, man. So th- the question is, who would you want to play Blanca? Who who would be the best Blanca? And I think the only answer is Blanca would have to be a CGI character. And therefore, if you're going to get somebody to play a CGI character that bounds around like a monkey, you have to go with the man, the myth, and the legend, his name, who I currently can't remember. Uh, but Smeagol... Stalling for time. <laughs> wow. Just stalling. <laughs> I absolutely could not remember his name for the life of me. What is his name? Why, I, why can't I remember the man who played Caesar? And, and Andy Serkis. <laughs> there you go. Andy Serkis. That's who I'm oh, about. I thought you meant from, <laughs> from uh, like historical Caesar. No, 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 no. no. Oh, Caesar, my God. The only Caesar that matters, the ape. <laughs> oh, man. Um no, but, but he, I, I don't think Andy Circus could like vault at people doing somersault in air dashes. I mean, he's close enough in some of that some of them apes movies, man. They got them doing out some, some crazy stuff. Uh, <laughs> but no, I think they're... as long as he makes the movements, like what it's like for him to elongate his arms and all that, I think that that would be a uh, a good way to go. But I don't have any other actors that I know of that do action in like the movements of animals as well as like the usual like walking around stuff. So I would say that Andy Serkis has to be Blanca. Um, but outside of that, I don't really have like who would be Guile? Who's like the Guile type character that you could put that's low scale enough that they wouldn't just be like, nah, I'm good. I really don't know. Yeah. Like, I imagine that, you know, in in most people's uh, heart of hearts, like, he plays him now as Captain America, but um, your man Chris Evans would be a good guy who could play him, but he would never do it (laughs) because he's smarter than that. Oh, Mark Gordon is behind this. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Man... Okay. Yep. Yep. Is it, is it's just gonna last like five episodes and probably be canceled. <laughs> I mean, you never know. They, I mean, they made a mo a whole movie even while Sylvester Stallone was causing trouble in people's marriages, and you got people dying after the movie gets released. Like, there's a whole lot going on with Street Fighter. Anytime it happens, so. well, it could have been worse. Could have had Frank Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> Sick of that oh no! Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, the the guy who's making it, he's working with the people who did, uh, I guess, this series called Assassin's Fist. Um, I never watched that, um, but it was the a live action thing on Machinima that was made um, that was pretty popular. So I guess they'll be just retaking this and then running with it. Um, using the whole World Warrior arc 
uh, that they have going on. So that's just Street Fighter 2 for anyone yeah. who's not familiar. The million and a half versions of Street Fighter 2. <laughs> right. Joy. Like, um, and then for Ken and Ryu, I mean, there's like so... I don't even know who they would get to play these characters in live action form at this point. So I'm just very curious to see what ends up happening. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, Street Fighter 2 in production mode, not being made yet, but in production mode. Uh, like and every video game movie still <laughs> in production. Right, like just like the Last of Us and Uncharted movie, it's and coming. Shadow of Colossus. <laughs> it's Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, right, they released the the screenplay for Shadow of Colossus. <laughs> Did they? Oh, you don't want to look at that. <laughs> oh, that's not good. I'm not, a- not as versed in Shadow of the Colossi uh, fiction, but there's some pretty heinous stuff for the hardcores. Unthinkable. canon altering things oh there's not much to shadow of the colossus um are you kidding sorry sorry sorry. i know that the other people find that game far more entrenched than i do but i yeah anyway um (laughs) the other thing that we had that came out is uh for some reason target just decided you know what man we're we're done with the whole being shy about release dates thing in innocuous questions that have nothing to do with anything we have no idea when that game comes out but spyro trilogy comes out the end of this year <laughs> i don't <Yeah>. understand <laughs> which um it's it's never that the uh it's never going to be that the actual um trilogy was never coming out this year we've already known because it's been alluded to in different ways but it's really funny to get a release date from Target for a question that wasn't even about Spyro. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so anyway, back to some news um, for games that people may hop into after uh, they release on another platform. Uh, no Man's Sky heads to Xbox One this summer. Um, not an April Fool. Not an April Fool. Not an April Fool. Uh, no Man's Sky is back again with another update. This time it's called simply Next. Um, <clears throat> I uh, well, imagine- I guess the PS4 users are finally the beta testers. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because the, the other announcement we got right after that was Hellbay Sinuous Sacrifice also heads to the Xbox One. What, did so- you say Hellbay? Hell Bay. I mean, wow. if you want to look at Senua that way, you you can. But I I if I did say that, I meant to say Hellblade. Wow. <laughs> though, uh, though, I'm can you sure waifu a demon? You know, uh, <laughs> it probably just depends shouldn't. on where you search online, Daniel. Just depends oh, no. on where you search online. <laughs> oh crap! That means Morgan counts. Damn it! <laughs> oh no! Exactly. Um, and her terrible, not British accent, but also British. Uh, uh, so, yeah. The, I saw uh, the story of Infinite. <laughs> oh, you did? It's bad. Oh, man. More on Marvel later. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, 
So then we got, let's get into the news of the week because we've clearly lagged for like an hour about all things not video games. Uh, PlayStation Plus April 2018 gives you Trackmania Turbo, uh, which I've never played, but I will download because I get all of these games every time. Uh, And then also Mad Max. And I assume no one cares about the PlayStation Vita games or PlayStation 3 games. Um, Let me check. They're, aren't they um, discontinuing the PS3 support? In a year. Next year. In a year? Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember yeah. if it was like this year or next year. It should have been this year. I don't know what else they could give you. They've been giving you free games on that platform for eight years now. I don't that know. Are, that are arguably better than the games they give you on PS4. <laughs> Some of the time. This time, probably not so much because this is actually not a bad deal. Well, I think we've reached that critical mass of games where like they're going to have to start giving the bigger ones away. I mean, so Trackmania Turbo isn't like the biggest Ubisoft game, but Mad Max is was a pretty significant game for that studio. Um, mm-hmm. That I mean, it was on uh, Xbox Live last month, I think, or sometime before that. Um, which, uh, speaking of the Xbox games with Gold, are The Witness and Assassin's Creed Syndicate. So Witness will be first half of the month, Assassin's Creed Syndicate the second half of the month. Um, which are also two games. Um, I own. They are games. <laughs> yeah, they are definitely of the Vigia persuasion. Right, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. You know the game that came out, and Ubisoft said we should take a break. Um, and it was more the like thing I, is, the thing is, I heard it wasn't bad though. No, it's it it, it was not bad. Great. Yeah, really? Oh, well, they weren't I, in I line with the rest of the series, so like that's also oh, only made like eight. Yeah, million? because they because they went too, <laughs> they went too far into the future. They're like, we can't do Assassin's Creed beyond the fucking eighteen hundreds, <laughs> right? Uh, no, it's so, they, they so we got to go back to Egypt, y'all. <laughs> to be fair, they broke their bank animating for a female character. So right, you know, it's a, they had to go back good, to the drawing board. Figure a it out. really good female character too. Yeah, but the thing is, remember, you'd have to like animate everything double and the resources. There's just no way you can have it's... a female. Oh yeah, I, I just wanted to, I just I just wanted to point that out. Yeah. 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 You know She's I, got a she's got a pixie British name, Evie. Yep. I do enjoy the name Evie. It's it's pretty nice. Um whether it's a Pokemon or a real person. Uh <laughs> but uh nah, PS plus stuff since this is the stuff that directly applies to me, I will talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've actually like kind of been on the fence about Trapmania for a long time, mm-hmm. so glad that it's on Plus and Mad Max is regularly on sale for five dollars. So yeah, <laughs> there's that. I I've never played that game. I've watched that game be played by my brother. I got it for him because he likes all the he liked Mad Max. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man. Uh, it's just another of those open world games with towers that you run around and do things and i i don't think it's that great but i'm also not a huge mad max fan so there may be something that i'm missing um i don't know um and then uh the witness is a puzzle game um <laughs> if you like puzzle games you will likely like the witness uh, line puzzles should be noted yeah yes yes <laughs> this is like it's not like you <laughs> I like puzzle games that are a little bit more active, a little bit more dynamic, but The Witness has its uh, has its thing going on for them. Um, it's, the, it's perfect for if you want to get the first 40% and then 
hack your way through the last 60% right, right. while taking screenshots and yeah yeah exactly like the witness is a, is a game that looks really cool so um it just so happens it's line puzzles you're solving um playstation vr gets a permanent price cut uh to that 300 dollars they've been flirting with um in multiple time multiple uh releases and i am actually a big fan of this Though I still may not get one because <laughs> the well, because in my living room I got it like my uh, my my PS my PlayStation sits on top of the fireplace and it's, oh my god I forgot about that yeah like I just I just can't I just can't I can't risk the fact that that court may not be long enough and then somebody comes by and like I I have a a repeat situation of my PS3 which is no longer in existence now because of that. Um, but yeah, PlayStation VR gets a price cut. Um, you can get Doom with it with that price cut um, for like fifty dollars more. I think they have the Skyrim bundle. So if you are in the market for the PlayStation VR, it's cheaper than you probably could have gotten it otherwise. Um, PlayStation Four. So do you use do you use the PlayStation Four for streaming and things, Mike? For like Netflix and all that. Michael. Oh, for TV and video? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, sometimes I do. Sorry, I, I kind of spaced out for a second. No, nope, it's all good. I was looking at Twitter at the fact that NetherRealm Studios was tweeting about uh, the Mortal Kombat movie now streaming on Netflix. That's so, <laughs> that's so relevant. That's so relevant to our conversation of this oh entire podcast. Is, is, this not an, is this an April Fool thing? I, I'm about to go look. Oh, you got to figure this but, out because I got fooled earlier because this woman in the Philippines was like Avatar The Last Airbender is on on uh, Netflix. And then I went to look and I was like, oh, damn. And then she was like, look, guys, it's not my fault. It's not in the U.S., but it is here. <laughs> no, two days ago, they added uh, Mortal Kombat Lost in Space and more. Lost wow. in Space? Yep. What? The movie? The movie Lost in Space. Oh, oh, the movie. Okay. I thought you meant Mortal Kombat colon Lost in Space. I was like, (laughs) what? No, what is this? It's some Jason X type shit. It's the Mortal Kombat v. Snailians crossover. That's what it is. No. (laughs) Now I'm wondering which Lost in Space it was. Because I think Netflix is remaking the 60s one. Yeah, they are. But are they bringing back that one or the colossal movie failure <laughs> mm-hmm. all i know is that mortal kombat is actually on netflix so look at that oh you okay you got into it first this is a terrible podcast curse to be able to <laughs> <tell> <laughs> oh man I, oh. I made the mistake of having twitter up while we were doing the podcast no so. no no mistakes at all that's timely this time uh, time is of the essence there check that's it out actually that's actually live developments on the podcast. That's actually incredible. If, if that you'll you, get two days later. If you actually want to watch Mortal Kombat and see that it is not a good movie and we need to stop saying it is ironically, then go ahead and watch it on Netflix. And to get there, you can go through your PlayStation video streaming app, which is now much better and actually organizes things in a way that you want so you can see what's popular um and you can actually like put in your youtube stuff so if you watch youtube on your playstation like i do 
uh, whenever I want to watch like trailers or anything like that on my TV, I usually just hook it right in there and, um, you can actually get all your recommendations through the app and you can just go directly to the video you're looking for or directly to the series you're looking for instead of like having to open the app and get there. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. Only downside is that YouTube allows you to get like the recommendations, but Netflix and all those just show you like what their original series are. So it's not that great yet. But the day that they allow you to see like what you were last playing on Amazon or last playing on Netflix or last playing on Hulu will be a great day because then you can just go directly into the app and just switch between them. Um, and it's much faster than if you were trying to switch between the way they do now, where you got to go out, go into the menu, find the right one, see where they moved it randomly out of nowhere. Uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, it's more like Apple's TV OS stuff. If you have an, uh, Apple TV, you're saying a bunch of American only things. I am sorry. No, Daniel. it's available in Canada. It <laughs> okay. is available in Canada, but <laughs> app service is limited. Of course. <laughs> right. Um, the, uh, sea of thieves is the fastest player base player base for any Microsoft exclusive on the Xbox one. Uh, what would that player base be? The player base is stated as having been two million players as of uh, as of the end of last week. So if they ha- they haven't given another update on whether they've crossed the next million threshold, um, but they put out a press release basically thanking everyone for their um, for supporting them. Uh, and the the biggest thing is is I don't really know how that measurement of players is coming about. I don't know if that's Xbox players only or if that's Xbox and Windows 10 PC players, if that's Xbox Game Pass players, if that's people who purchased the game. I think it's just anyone who signed up. I, I'm not 100% sure. Signed Cause, up? Signed cause up. Because it's 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 the because uh, they had people in the betas and all that stuff too, right? They had people they had people in the betas. There's people doing the free trial of Game Pass, right? Like, well, okay. and the 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 free uh 14 day trial of Game Pass launched with Sea of Thieves, yeah, right? Right, and it I think it now comes with any Xbox One X, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so it's oh, it's like the PS Plus kind of yeah, thing. basically. And like, if you, you have it, they give you a month for for some reason. Like you remember back in the day when you got a 360 and it came with like a 48 hour <laughs> gold pass. Right. I never so owned a 360 because of that bullshit. Wow, <laughs> are going to charge me monthly to to on top of my Netflix? Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I only pay me the net. I have to pay to Netflix, which is already I'm paying for? No. Like, I was in high school when I got mine. I only got it because that was what all my friends were playing. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, well, the, and now everyone's playing PS4 for some reason. Even <laughs> <laughs> Really makes you think. Really yeah. gets the noggin jogging. Yeah, so, I got PS3 late, like 2008, for Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what my friend got it for. I, I got the slim one. That was the first one that I got. Um, I think I got the slim one that came with like Uncharted at like all the Uncharted games at the time, and it, <laughs> that's it was a great deal they were throwing out. That was that a that was a day. killer bundle. Uh, but either way, uh, Sea of Thieves says that they reached two million players in about a week, um, and and 
in today's day and age, I, I just don't know what that number really means um, in terms of whether that's great for that player base or not, considering the reaction from many of those players have been, there's not a lot to do here. So it'll be interesting to see what they're going to do over the next month or so. Um, as as of right now, it's it's really not clear how that community is going to keep going, um, especially with just, how bad griefing and things is are apparently there. Apparently, people can just lock you up in the brig in the middle of a game, like you'll be <laughs> like you'll like you'll be on a ship and they can just lock you up for no reason. <laughs> well, don't they have to take a yeah. vote and everyone has to agree? Well, they they still can lock just one person up. They just have to agree one person goes in there. Since when did pirates become a damn democracy? Right. Yeah, exactly. Jack That's Sparrow not the point of being a pirate. Ask for a vote. Oh my god! I just like when I see these numbers, I I hear it's this faint sound in the background. It's barreling quickly, and it's a sound of a tank. It's almost as if. But this is going to tank within a month. <laughs> it's, the glorious tank. It it is going to be interesting to see where it is because they don't really have a roadmap for what the future is going to look like. They they released like this pirate legend thing, um, but there's not really a roadmap of what the future content is supposed to look like. Um, like even Destiny Two, a game that I will never play again, uh, has a roadmap of what they're going to do and there's nothing for sea of thieves right now which is weird because it's the launch title like it's the first game that launches as an exclusive to xbox on xbox game pass it's supposed to be kind of your preview into what that service would look like and i don't really know if that's a great thing um but you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll they'll prove us wrong, and they'll have a lot of content down the line. But it looks like they spent a lot of time getting that water right, and and not a lot of time getting the uh, getting a game together. It's just uh, like, uh, from what I see of it, it's just like no. I just caught myself there. There's a uh, from what I see of it, there's like no real objective. Like it's just kind of hey, we're gonna drop you on this island. You can be pirates and stuff and people were getting mad about that and i'm like have you not seen the, the past two years of press of this game that's exactly what they said it was yeah it's a uh, lateral progression yeah yeah you, you, it's you. but as long as you have your tim dogs on twitter just retweeting every positive thing about the xbox one <laughs> and getting into salty flame wars with ps4 with sony bronies quote unquote or, or just have, take, or generally taking bait, you know. Yeah, just the defense force of Xbox One is <laughs> the Earth defense force. Oh. Just fighting the giant ants from the Sony office. Just fighting to get that. <laughs> just fighting to get that retweet from Aaron Greenberg or Major oh, Nelson or Phil oh, Spencer, man. like it's currency. On the, <laughs> I saw Tim Dog. At E3, amongst the bust-in crew of acolytes, to sit in front and center on the floor and wear their special gamer tag-backed shirts that 
that sucked their own dick about how good the Xbox One X would be the most powerful console. It was the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen. (laughs) And I saw everyone sitting on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's 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 a weird thing. Like I I know some people who got really passionate about the game, but then I also know people who were just like, I don't know. This this feels this like some people have called this like Microsoft's No Man's Sky. Funnily enough, uh, No Man's Sky comes to Xbox One this year, but um, but I just I don't I don't really know. There's not really a roadmap. There's not really enough to do today. Like apparently you can level up and do every all of the content in it within a matter of hours. Um, so it's not like you have to spend a ton of time getting to the end game and the end game doesn't really exist. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish. Wow. Sorry. Dan just posted a t- <laughs> from what looks like a church somewhere and it has the big Smash Brothers logo in the background, but it's for some reason. But it's totally unintentional because it's supposed to be a cross. Wow. wow. Jesus Christ confirmed for Smash Bros. Add him to the list. As <laughs> if I didn't already do that with my me in Smash Wii U. <laughs> he'll be he'll he'll be available as of 3 p.m. this afternoon. Um, Listen, the G- the Jesus Hitler battles of Smash 4 were totally real. Okay. <laughs> That's oh, exactly man. what everybody did when that happened. God, oh man! So yes, God, <laughs> yeah, God incarnate, God, comma son of yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of things that are making a comeback, um, this weekend, uh, Sonic Jesus? has a new. Co- <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, ultimate <laughs> April Fool <laughs> burst through the ground. April Fool's bitch. Oh man! <laughs> the entire Roman Empire. It's so, just a prank, bro. So yesterday, I was uh, I was messing with my nephew, and I was like, "What if we made a video tomorrow? You know, sometime in the middle of the day, and we just made a new video for Drake's God's Plan. Like we'll just have <laughs> Jesus uh-huh. in the video." <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be he'll be bouncing around to the song as he comes back, you know. <laughs> Might go down as God. Hey. <laughs> oh. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on from the blasphemy. Um, Sonic <laughs> is back with a new cartoon short, Sonic Mania Adventures. Uh, and I watched it, and the thing that I noted most is one. Uh, they did not have voice acting, which is a plus, you know, just just let it be reactions and things like that. And two, we 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 got to get some new uh, <laughs> got to get some new animations for Dr. Robotnik. Like they got to make something. He has to have like a different look like he can't keep having these whisk along nose hairs coming out uh, that cover his face. because <laughs> This is kidding at some point they have to change it. Like Sonic's going through like five different looks. He's got he's had his this look he's got today. And then he's had his uh his suave look with the with the what's the word I'm looking for? Uh with the scarf around <laughs> the his Nathan neck, Drake. <laughs> right? Like, you know, so why can't why can't Dr. Robotnik get a new look? He's looked like a bowling ball for like 
thirty years now. We need to need to freshen them up a little bit. Well, they tried that, like in Sonic Six, and no one liked it because he was too tall. Wait, what? Okay. Yeah, in Sonic Six, he looks totally. Well, he has he's still got like the Roosevelt whiskers, but like he's totally like just more humanoid in that game, and it looks weird. It looks real weird. Ah, this look for him is fine. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. You know who he who's the actor he reminds me of? There's like the there's a guy as an actor who has like these like he always has like this really bushy like mustache and he's got like a southern drawl type voice. Oh my god, I cannot think of his name. Ah, this is gonna tell this is gonna bother me for the rest of the day, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's it, he does look a little bit weird with the new uh with the whiskers and being tall with, with shades on. Um, yeah. <laughs> this, this is actually just, a really funny picture. I don't he, know why. He just, this is killing. He me just, right in 06, he just like rolls up. Yeah. He just <laughs> fucking rolls up looking like that. <laughs> trying to kidnap people. You're like, are you, I'm supposed to take you seriously? <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> Like he got, I don't understand the need for the shades though. That's the part that I'm like, why he got these shades so like? Well, they this? didn't want. Oh, well, they didn't want to give him goggles. Oh my god, the goggles look stupid. So they just oh, gave. Oh man! Him. But yeah. the the Sonic Mini Adventures, like we didn't talk about any uh, of the Sonic news that happened over the past month that we haven't done the podcast. Apparently, there's uh, a new racing game coming that I think oh, yeah. people called like over a month ago. Yeah. And there's an expansion of Sonic Mania coming, which I'm really excited for. Because it's going to have a new mode and two new characters. New, yeah, a couple new characters, too. So yeah, we're, yeah. we're basically uh, the Sonic arcade game that nobody played. They had, like, a trackball or something, I think. Mm-hmm. But th- those two characters are in there. And I don't. it comes with, like, some really neat physical packaging. So, yes, I'm going to double dip. I would probably double it for this game <laughs> to get that physical stuff because it's got an art book. I'm way really, really interested in the art book. And the adventures thing looks really good. Uh I I liked it. It yeah, was short it, week to I the point. I didn't really I didn't realize they were going to when they said they or they announced they were going to do it, I didn't realize they were going to make them shorts. But yeah, yeah. I mean like four minute episodes, like I can watch that at any time. Like <laughs> Plus anytime. it's spicy. Plus, it's Tyson Hess drawing it, so like I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, he got the got that classic Sonic CD look going on. Uh, he, he's uh, he's responsible for some of my favorite reaction images on the internet. Just uh, <laughs> just like this, like this gem right here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he, he drew that. So oh, I, I'm totally down with him, and he's also responsible. There was a friggin'. Uh, flash animation back in the day. I think it was called Hedgehog the Sonic. Mm-hmm. It was it's so damn funny. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, Tails man. becomes arms. Oh wow! And so he uses his arms as propellers, <laughs> and then <laughs> Knuckles is uh, nipples the enchilada. Oh, I, Sonic, think I do remember this. You remember uh, that? Yeah, uh, and Sonic's like the only sane one around. He's what's going on? What is that when he here? became Sonic? Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. Sanic was its own organic timeline. We're not getting into that. Yeah, we don't want to get into the Sanic timeline. <laughs> no. Get into the Sonic Flash timeline. The darkest timeline. 
Uh, moving on to the next thing. We got a couple more things here. So, uh, Tabata of Square Enix, and you know him um, as Tabata-san, as the director of Final Fantasy XV, um, he's getting his own studio named for the Luminous engine, simply titled Luminous. Um, and they're hiring people, so if you know Japanese and you can speak English, you should probably go ahead and give it a try. Um, but Final Fantasy VII Remake, I Am Calling, is now officially not releasing <laughs> until 2025. No. I don't know why they announced that ever. Twice, Daniel. <laughs> they did twice. Not only did they announce it, then they followed it up with another video about it, like saying, here's what the first level is going to look like in action and all that. Okay, so they had a vertical slice of gameplay of Kingdom Hearts 3, of Kingdom Hearts 3, at E3 2013 before the PS4 was even out. It's just... Final Fantasy VII think is going to be a PS5 I am game. Co- I am coming around to thinking that Kingdom Hearts 3 will be released by the end of this year. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I, I am staying fast that. FF7 will be on the same five years later timeline. So when was the remake announced? I think it was uh, 2016? No. I think it was 2015. Was was, was E3 2015 the Year of Dreams? Is that what that was? Year of Dreams where FF7, then Shenmue came on like right (laughs) after it. And then then, um, E3 2015. Yeah. So So, 2020. 2020. Yeah. Act 1. Which is exactly what they said. That you were like, oh, we're going to have Kingdom Hearts FF15 and FF7 remake out by 2020. Oh, by the way, in this news that I did not see until I just looked this up, um, Square Enix announced that Final Fantasy VII Remake director Tetsu uh, Nomura is no longer overseeing the project and instead instead will step down to focus on the development of Kingdom Hearts III. He'll be replaced by Motomu Toriyama, who was the Final Fantasy XIII director and will oversee uh, now this game. Wasn't that a, a bit of a time ago? Yeah, uh, was I was about to say, that was a while ago, but I forgot about that. Uh, and this is, yeah, but this I is don't also think... wait, wait, wait. God damn it! I hate April first. Oh wait, <sighs> you got you got I got, got, got on live on air. We've been oh you got memed on. Bamboo. Wow, I got memed on too because I thought I acted like I remember that. I thought there was some like some organizational change, not to that degree, and it know. was that. I don't. Know. I thought someone got moved from the project. For Final Fantasy Seven remake, I don't have just to work on Kingdom Hearts three, but I guess not. That's a stupid April Fools because it's what that actually makes sense. <laughs> That's not, actually yeah. something that you would actually believe. It's not like totally stupid. Okay, so let's get into April Fools' announcements: the good, <laughs> the bad, the bad, the very bad, and the acceptable. Okay, I have a, I have the good one, uh, Anthony Davis. Adding like he was going to shave his unibrow, <laughs> but then, but then just now he totally didn't. <laughs> okay, so I was talking about video games, but I also accept that. Yeah, that, no, that's actually a good one because he had people on Twitter like freaking the hell out. Yeah, I saw that picture and I was like, well, you know, I mean, if that's how he wants to be, that's how he wants to be. Yeah, but I'm talking like when it comes to video games, the worst are announcements of things you want. 
as jokes. Right. So, like, uh, I think there was one earlier today, like, uh, there's something for Final Fantasy Brave Exvius, like, a new character introduced, and everyone's like, I would want to play that. PlayStation, the board game. <laughs> uh, Magni Final Fantasy for Final Fantasy 14. Like, 8-bit eight, uh, or 16-bit. Uh, Path of Exile Royale is actually happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I have another one. that's ha- Fighting Layer EX. That's Fighting. a good one. This is the okay. So the uh, the people who made Street Fighter EX back mm-hmm. in the nineties, mm-hmm. people thought the EX series was dead. And then last year they released this trailer. Arika released this trailer for this really weird looking EX game that had a lot of the characters in it. It turns out it's totally real. It's totally coming out this year. Yep, Skullamania's <laughs> in it. Skullamania's in it. And show is so is Shadowgeist and Crackerjack. So, yeah, that's a game that's actually happening, and it's really cool. <laughs> it looks like butt, but it plays great. I played the beta of it, like, two months ago. Or actually, no, it was probably three months ago. It was whenever the beta was out, I played it, and I had fun with it. It's just, it would take a while to actually learn it. So, yeah, the only acceptable ones as I was getting to are, the worst are things you want that aren't happening. Bad are the obvious ones, and the only acceptable ones are things like in Rocket League where they oversize the toppers. <laughs> There's just a huge cowboy hats on top of cars right now. Wow. Battle Royale in Path of Exile is happening. Or like modest approaches to accepting things like the 25th anniversary of Waddle Dee by Nintendo. <laughs> yeah the i the only other one i liked was the uh horizon neil body pillow that was the only one that i was really uh i that i saw that i was like oh that's pretty funny um but there's been a couple others i know that uh shovel knight announced uh, or the yacht club games announced shovel knight 64 uh <laughs> mega man announced the mega man date my robot master uh <laughs> again stuff you want to do stuff you want to do <laughs> but, but not legends 3 not Civ legends. Six. never ever Civ 6 comes to smartwatches <laughs> <laughs> oh man um so <laughs> to answer the question that we started this on final fantasy uh remake was announced in 2015 <laughs> Uh, and the only updates we've gotten since that gameplay slice are our images. So you know, no, we got some mo- more. We got like pictures. concept art. Yeah, there was concept art. Images, concept art, and images. That's it. Yeah, it's about the same, same idea. No, no, no. For for which this final FF seven. No, I've seen. We've seen like different clips, different parts of the same vertical slice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That they, different that they hold back. That doesn't count. <laughs> It's one vertical slice from different angles. It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Uh, it feels like they're fleecing Kickstarter backers. 
But at least Final Fantasy VII <laughs> But they're not as a Kickstarter. Yeah, I would say at least it wasn't a Kickstarter, though. Like, But it yeah, has like, that kind of, like, we're still working on this game. Trust us, System Shock will come back. But they did say System Shock was coming back, didn't they? Yeah. And then they're like, we're on indefinite hiatus. hiatus. Also, we're totally still working on this project, guys, I swear. Yeah. Please, I... publisher, give us more money. I thought that they announced recently that it was back. Um, oh, so no, they, they announced on the 23rd. It's now due in 2020. Oh, really? Yeah. So this is a Euro gamer. I'll put it put it in the uh, in the chat here. Uh, no reason for Eurogamer to lie, and this is from March twenty third, twenty eighteen. So it's not April first. Uh- so, yeah, but does Night Dive Studios, who has backer money, have a reason to lie? Yes. Yes. Or yes, or more more okay to be fairer, they probably don't have an idea of their window and are not lying. They're just <laughs> omitting what they don't know. Well, I think it's likely to do with the fact that people were like, oh, it's on hiatus. Well, there's another Kickstarter project you shouldn't have backed. And now they're like, we have to make people not think that. Why do you need to be on a hiatus after getting $1.35 million? Well, as they said, they are putting the project on hiatus after they let things get out of control and they weren't headed in the right direction. So now they're uh, they're like if you're going to pretend that you're not just getting rid of a bunch of people who you can't trust on the project anymore, just say that. Yeah, I I, I mean it seemed like that was that's what we're headed towards. Like, there's no project that I know that goes on hiatus and then gets back brought off a hiatus in a month that it wasn't just like yeah we had to get new resources. <laughs> like it, that would have been easy enough to say. I don't know. I don't know. I'm yeah. not. I'm not a. I'm not a big marketing communication person, though. So who who knows? Maybe they maybe they could have done it differently. Who knows? You um, do not have a bachelor of communications. I do not. I do not. I do <sighs> know that saying something on a hiatus is not a great look, though. So it makes sense nope. that they would immediately say that it's not anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Next up, we got uh, Ubisoft staved off a takeover in the last couple of weeks since we've been on there. Uh, I don't need to get into all of it, but through a mixture of Ubisoft themselves, the Guillermo brothers, I mean, but I say that, uh, Tencent. The Del Toros? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. You said Guillermo's. I meant Guillermo's. Yeah, he did. The Guillermo's. Not the Guillermo's. Uh, The Guillermo's. The Guillermo brothers. 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 We're not doing this meme again. We're not. No, it's done. Uh, The brothers uh bought the uh bought most of the shares within the uh the Oregon teachers um pension union uh chipped in a little bit. And so did so did it's Ontario. Ontario Wow. Okay, so I I know firsthand this is not the Canadian fact of the day. But the, the Ontario Pensions Plan used to own MLSE, which owned the Toronto Raptors, Toronto Maple Leafs. Inve- they pretty much invest the pension plan into a bunch of properties and are mad successful. Yeah. Because Ontario teachers are actually well-paid and well-unionized. Right. Like, we're talking capping at 10 years, 92,000, I think. 
Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, but it's it's the hardest job in the world, apparently. And apparently, they get paid well enough to be really smart about investing because yeah, exactly. Uh, they they got they got according to the person who wrote into uh what uh, into Giant Bomb this week, they uh they got the monies and they keep the monies flowing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but either way, uh, using the combination, Ubisoft staved off takeover from Vivendi and stopped them from being able to reinvest heavily in the company for the next five years. Also made sure that Tencent could not invest hev- more heavily into the company over the next five years, but basically just made sure that they have a cushion to ga- gather more market value so that way they become less likely to be at risk of hostile takeover. Um I don't know who would hostile take over Ubisoft other than uh, Vivendi. Well, the 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 thing with Tencent was this that apparently Ubisoft games don't really come to like different devices in China. So like part of their deal is they're going to bring devices to China. So some people were even suggesting that it could be possible that you that Tencent would try to take them over. But I don't know. I mean. Who who has the market mo- value money to try to do that? Really, like Vivendi was just kind of going. Ten cent, ten cent. You're right. Oh, no. was, but they're the say. only one who has it wording <laughs> in the contract to not do that. Yeah, like the only other thing I was thinking of is like you know, obviously uh, Microsoft with their market cap and like what they actually have in cash available could buy like outright. Ubisoft, if the um, I'm not gonna say the name of you. If the brothers, um, <laughs> if the brothers uh, wanted to sell it, but other than that, there's not really anybody else that's seemingly been sneaking around the periphery of the edges to like gobble up a major studio. Um, and Ubisoft is like one of like the biggest publishers in the world at this point. It's a lot to take on. Well, take them in over. the in the English speaking world, Tencent is the will consume us all. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. own Epic Games. They own everything, or at least a part of everything in many ways, um, which just kind of happened over the course of, like, the last five years. Like, nobody mentioned them before, and then I think they got a P- They were a part of the team that was with, um, what's that game? Clash? Clash of Clans? Clash Royale? Clash of all that K- stuff. Clans. Yeah, they're they're in with that group, and then it just it's just been going since then. It's crazy, absolutely crazy. Well, um, I'm pretty sure they had game. Did they have big games before? I don't think anything as big as that. Because like the biggest thing on mobile prior to those was like Candy Crush, and Activision bought King pretty quickly after that was big. Well, they they bought um a minority stake in Epic Games in 2012, and that was before Clash of Clans, wasn't it? Yeah, they but, they mean, own like Supercell. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Supercell, but what was Supercell's game before Clash of Clans? Uh, Heyday. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea what that is. Oh. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Clash of Clans is basically funded an empire, and it, um, it made thirty million dollars a month in 2013. Good God. Oh my man! Oh my goodness! Mobile Dude. games, man. Like you have, if you're the bit, mo- mobile games were like early YouTube, but people made money. Yeah, I mean, I remember Flappy Bird Sensation. I remember. 
Um, speaking of sensations, though, this Fortnite thing is getting out of hand. Um, it's, oh, it's it's yeah everywhere. Like <coughs> last year, we were talking about PUBG as being really crazy, but this is like this happened like eight weeks. <laughs> this is like, yeah. <laughs> like they dropped, like they've been just dropping announcement after announcement, and it's just like how much bigger can this game get? Like first, you had. Drake on the stream with Ninja, and that's a whole nother story now. But, and Travis Scott. And Travis and Scott. Scott. Yeah. And Kim. <laughs> like, all these people are on there, and then the next day they drop it on mobile. What better marketing is that? And they didn't even pay for it. It was just happening. Then you got college basketball players talking about, oh, man, this felt like the first win in Fortnite. To be the first 16 seed to ever beat a one seed in men's basketball. Like is that, now entwined with Fortnite. <laughs> with Fortnite uh, references. Forever. <laughs> and then after that, they had a million concurrent viewers on a Twitch stream with all these other big YouTubers or, or Twitch people on uh on there. Then it just came out that they're bigger than Minecraft on YouTube. So the number of videos is like surpassing the daily rate of Minecraft now. School teachers Oh man. Are Imagine being <laughs> Imagine being a YouTuber who's dedicated their life to Minecraft and starting to see the winds of change. Right? Like, like <laughs> And I be was... like, I dedicated my life <laughs> playing Minecraft against my will for yeah. the YouTube bucks. Yeah. YouTube is in the shitter. New content creators flocking to Twitter, Twitch like Mad Note. I abandoned all plans to go on YouTube after you can only make money after a thousand subs and four hundred and twenty uh thousand hours of view time. Four hundred and twenty hours oh view time. Thousand view time. Okay. View time. I thought you said I thought you were gonna say content time and I was like, four hundred and twenty thousand hours? What the hell? <laughs> That's a lot. No, not of content, no. Um But yeah, like, so this Fortnite thing, though, it's it's <laughs> this is yeah. And what's weird is that I I played this game months ago, the, mm-hmm. the when the battle royale launched. I said, you know, I'll, I'll try it because I want something different to PUBG, and I didn't really have a lot of fun with it. I hopped into it about a week ago, and my God, it's so smooth. Yeah, it's way better now than it was like six months ago. It's the uh, power of the Unreal Engine. In uh, 2014, uh, it was entered into the Guinness World Records as the most successful video game engine. Like, and I, it's for games like this that is going to continue its success. That's your American fact of the day, April Fool's. Yeah, we we need the uh, national anthem. Oh my god! Um, (laughs) But yeah, man, this this is I I I don't think I've seen anything like this because even when Minecraft was getting big, it was a real slow burn there. And but like this thing is like this is the thing. This thing is growing like Facebook was growing. Like where you have conversations where I'm pretty sure like like when Facebook was getting really big. And this is how old I am because I was in school and like in high school in 2006, 2007. Uh, 
in that time frame, the school would actually hold meetings and tell everyone, like, we understand that you all want to do things, but all of the computers here are meant for being for productive activities. And they actually blocked Facebook, like, as an IP, like, or not IP, but as a address to go to. Like, you couldn't do anything on Facebook during the day. Um, so it was it was crazy. And they have a similar thing going on with teachers in Fortnite now where kids used to be able to just have their phones because, you know, people need emergencies and whatnot. But now they're having to fight the fact that people are <laughs> trying to play Fortnite in the middle of class. <laughs> it's not... On their phones. On but... their phones. Yeah, that's... I mean, I, I talked to a teacher actually the other day and they said that uh, they phones were just outright banned and they put in like a little cubby if they take them out. So yeah. I don't know where all these like derelict schools are across the United States. Well, you just with talked your, about the... With your 40th in developed country education. <laughs> okay. Nobody cares about your facts. Get out of here. I, I, I'm, I'm not even sure there are 40 developed countries. 38 of 38 is fine. Uh, <laughs> um, so I had a whole thing about this going on, but we've, we've been going long enough. So I just want to end this to saying, like, it must suck to work with Disney on anything, man. Because oh so let's, let's, oh let's, let's talk about Disney telling Capcom that they cannot show any of the Marvel heroes getting hurt in advertising for Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. <laughs> like, they told... So, uh, the the story for this is essentially that one of the guys who was brought on to make marketing materials um, as a contractor with Capcom just told a few stories to Game Informer. Um, I think it was Game Informer. But he, he basically said, like, you know, they could not show anyone... Um, hurting any of the Marvel heroes. They could show people hurting the villains. They could show people hurting the other Capcom characters, but anyone like Iron Man, Captain America, Spider-Man, they could not be seen being hurt or hit in the actual marketing of the game, <laughs> which is, wow. I don't, I don't even really know what to say to something like that. Like, How why... many times are heroes getting hit in marketing of video games anyway, even in fighting games posters like usually they're about to punch each other or like they have a a fist hole a fist cocked yeah i mean i just think it's weird considering the big draw of their movie this year is that all of the marvel characters are going to die uh, <laughs> no, no, no! Exactly half of them. Will. Uh, the, okay, so the original the original source of this was um, Tyrant talking about because Tyrant was the guy, one of the guys who came in and helped do like promotional material for the game, and he was talking about it pretty matter of factly in a Twitch stream. Yeah, there you go. That's I, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I was about to say. I was like, I feel I'm like I remember bits. that being on Twitch. Nah, it's cool. Yeah, but. Yeah just want to kind of clarify that for everybody but yeah i have thoughts on this because it <laughs> makes sense uh there had been rumors for the past few months about how marvel had completely basically just ruined the entire game for everybody with the roster choices and 
also and wanting the game out at a certain time and just apparently working with them was an absolute nightmare and then there was the whole other PR side of it where yeah function versus function not going to get too deep into that yeah but it's uh Capcom should just make their own versus game yeah just do Capcom All-Stars Capcom versus, versus Sony All Stars. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. That's silly. I don't need That's... to see Sly Cooper doing sit combos. Oh, That's silly. A part of me is kind of curious. No, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> uh, this this isn't really surprising though, unfortunately. And, and uh, Marvel's and I'm not one of the people that say like dead. No, Marvel is just dead compared to everything else. Right. Because Dragon, Dragon, it it had six months to get its act together with Dragon Ball coming out, and it didn't, and it couldn't, it couldn't have even remotely fixed a lot of the problems that the game had in that amount of time. Yeah, so I I don't think Infinite's going to continue, especially since it got taken off the Pro Tour and all the other BS that's around it. It's not even at Evo this year. Like it's. It's just done. It, it's time to just move on. I mean, people are going to play the game competitively, and that's fine. If you, if you do that, that's that's you. But most of the FGC at large is not. And they have every right to call this game for what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's It just kind of sucks, man. Because I, I do remember people being excited, but it just it didn't look great. Um, it didn't seem like it ran great. People said that it played fine. Um, but it just, I, I don't think that you get those kind of mandates and I think it kind of hurts the overall creativity people put in the game because they're like, well, there, there's so many mandates we have to have. I mean, just the fact that the X-Men aren't in it is already a thing. That's just like, ah, I mean, and the weird, and the weird thing is that the, the comic division at Marvel is finally getting their act together and finally they're going to put out some good books. But right. now we have the film division pretty much poisoning everything else. Yeah. So yeah, the best thing you could do to generate goodwill, in my opinion, you know the Street Fighter 30th anniversary collection you've got coming out in May? Do that, but with the Versus games. Like the Marvel games. So we're talking like going all the way to X-Men versus Street Fighter. Right. And just all the way up to Marvel 2. Yeah. Could you imagine... Like, people would lose their minds to get, like, a competitive Marvel 2 that doesn't have crappy netcode. Like, if right. it has GTPO, oh, my God. People would people would lose it. I would lose it, because I never really, like, played Marvel 2, seriously. Yeah. But I would give it a shot if they did that. That's the best way to generate goodwill, in my opinion. Because yeah. try, trying to fix this mess, it's just, it's not worth it. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, I there's there's certain times where you just gotta let a game go, and not everybody can be Hello Games or Ubisoft and keep going for for two plus years uh, after a game comes out. But um, it, it it seems as if uh, it once they finish whatever their character packs were, that they may want to just kind of cut ties and just call it a, call it quits at that point. Well, we don't know anything about any other... Like, this game hasn't had any DLC announcements since, like, December or January. I, I don't remember when the last DLC came out for it. No, it was December, I think. Mm -hmm. So we're talking, like, at least right around five months of not hearing 
anything else about this game aside from like very light balance patches. Yeah. Which is disheartening to people who really like the game, but when it bombed like it did, you can't really do a whole lot about that. Yeah. When Mortal Kombat versus Capcom win. No. <laughs> what? No, because that's uh, that's all. Uh, they WB Games publishes that, doesn't they? Like they do most of the publishing for uh, NetherRealm. We we'd get another DC versus Mortal Kombat game before that ever happened. Yeah, I was just. How about Marvel versus DC? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that'll, yeah, that'll never, never happen. happen. Never ever oh, happen. That's a feud shit. that's going to last longer than PlayStation versus Xbox crossplay. Uh, (laughs) i wouldn't say say it's a feud it's just more of like two separate entities that should stay away from each other because then you'll get uh what was it uh yeah we don't what were the comics in the 90s we don't we don't need that that spider-man batman crossover is not the dream that people want to be (laughs) god what was it it was like wolverine and batman like combined into one person dark claw that's what it was. Oh, Dark. Oh man. Oh. oh boy, you've never heard of that. I I don't do deep dives, but I see pictures. Um, and amalgam. That's what it is. Okay. I wow. Yeah man. Yeah man. Wow. That's a Legends thing. Of the Dark Claw. Okay. Yeah. And on that note, I think it's time that <laughs> we just get out of here. <laughs> so, um, Daniel George, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at it's Daniel George. You can find me on twitch.tv slash degenerator. I like to be streaming more than once a week, but it's just a hectic time. Got to work on some Yakuza's Yakuza Six uh content because I got to play it for a month before anyone else for some reason. <laughs> so might as well help out newcomers and also rank all the Yakuza games. Right. At the same time. Uh, so on Thursday nights, usually 9.30 or 10 start on Eastern Time. Me and Matt, a.k.a. Hulk Crouton on Twitch, play Divinity Original Sin 2. We're finally off the goddamn island. Fortunately, yeah. is no more. Now we're getting into some weird cryptic shit. And uh, it's just fun. I'm going to become a divine... It's going to be great. Watch us. Twitch.tv slash Degenerator. Thursday, <laughs> 9.30 or 10 Eastern Time. All right. And uh, Michael Owens, tell the people where they can find you. I can find writing over on App Trigger. Uh, I think the most recent big thing I did was the Burnout Paradise Remastered review. Oh, uh, yeah. solid, solid remaster. Uh, of a game that is just all right. But uh, you can also, yeah, I think I have stuff coming. I know NHL simulation will be coming in the next couple of weeks. So if I'm not on this podcast again, for some reason. Blame that. I blame that. <laughs> Speaking um, of simulations of playoffs. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't think we have a set NBA date, like team roster yet, though, do we? Um... The NBA playoffs oh, no, aren't some... set yet. Oh, not close, but 
They're more. Are they? I think they're less dynamic than the NHL. I know the Golden Knights uh, secured their division. Yeah, the Predators and, and are also, in. The, and also the, retired the number fifty-eight. Vegas strong. Yeah. <laughs> um. What um, they did? Yeah, they, they did. No, they totally did. Um. Let's see. Other things I've done. The first. The first five seeds of the NBA Eastern Conference are locked, while the Western Conference only Houston Golden State are. I freaking hate when they do this, man. That's gonna... that sounds about right. I wish that we it would it could ever be that the Western Conference was decided before the last game of the season. <laughs> they have too many good teams in the Western Conference and too many shitty teams. They just wait. They're they're gonna go to the sixteen team format. We're gonna get rid of conferences in the NBA. One uh, what like division in the, in the like playoffs divisions? Yeah, probably. Oh or no, just eight divisions. You mean one to sixteen overall? Yeah, yeah, one to sixteen overall playoffs. Yeah, that's is that, the way to go. Is that confirmed that's or is that, that? I know they were talking about it a lot. That's being heavily discussed. Yeah. So yeah, I would I would say it's it's probably going to happen. They're probably at least going to try, it, which they should. That would make the NBA playoffs way more compelling. The Toronto Raptors are the best team in the Eastern Conference. That is confirmed. Check the record. <laughs> Boy, but what, how does that get you in the playoffs? Or where? how far does that take you? Until uh, you run into the brick wall that is Lamar. What do you mean, like, the Eastern Conference Finals? Is that, like, not far? <laughs> yeah, then, you get, then, you get, then you get stomped by the Cavs. Uh, where was that? 34 and 43 for Charlotte? Uh, I'm not. T- no, listen, I know Charlotte's trash. <laughs> I'm aware that this team needs to just be blown up. Yeah, oh, I mean, like, just blow up for 20 years and then you can be the fourth seed. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, things I have on apptrigger.com. <laughs> uh, I-, I also like, counted down uh, five things that came with Injustice 2's Legendary Edition update, which came out last week. I think I can't remember. There, there's a lot of new stuff with Injustice 2. It's still an awesome casual-ish fighting game that I, I would recommend to just about anybody, especially right now since it comes with all the DLC characters and stuff. And yeah, NHL stuff coming within the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for the simulation of the Stan Lee Cup. The Stan Lee. Stan Lee Cup. And they they called it that before they had the weird Stan Lee drawings of all the thirty NHL. T- <laughs> <laughs> like that was the thing. This is not an April Fool. It's past noon. <laughs> it's high noon. Hang on. Oh, uh, man. Do, do teachers in America pretend that April Fools ended at noon so that they can have some order in the classroom? Stan Lee's failed hockey superheroes are at the center of a $500,000 lawsuit. Oh <laughs> I, my God, we've gone off the rails. Um, <laughs> That's the point of the, the final act of the podcast. <laughs> you can find me at GOTMAB21. That's Michael Fox Story on Twitter. You can also find the show at Screen Looker Podcast on Twitter, on Facebook, and you can find the show on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, your favorite podcast RSS feeds. And with all of that being said, I leave you with this a timely quote. Get over here!
<laughs> oh wow, okay. 